Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 349 with a switch to rival the stream deck or steam deck. <laughs> you know you boy. spelled rival revival? Revival, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro. Will it revival? Will we have a revival? Who knows? You're going to find out right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. The revival Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Oh, my God. I am uh, your host, Celeb. I am joined by two amazing, amazing people. Toaster McGee, how are you? <laughs> Good, man. God bless. Oh, my God. The revival. I'm having a revival. Who's in the revival? Nintendo. Nintendo's in the revival. Also joined by Skelly. What's up, Skelly? Oh, hey. <laughs> Squeaky chair. <laughs> oh, man. So I am so glad to have both of you guys here, man. Um, I am so, so glad. Uh, we're back again for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. And I hope you guys are uh, as excited as I am to be here. I know you are. Um, it is going to be such a good time. We're just really, honestly, we're going to just have fun, talk about games, um, and uh, talk about, you know, just craziness. Talk about the craziness in this industry and what's been going on. And it's going to be some fun, fun times on on this episode tonight. So, um first off i want to give a big shout out to both of you guys of course for um showing up for the episode tonight thank you so much it's going to be great um jay and... you're not supposed to do that on camera man oh do what oh is I that coke know. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you got a little bit of cocaine is that like powdered energy drink yes it is it's ghost well, gamer it, it might as well be <laughs> this is um, I don't know if you know who um, FaZe Clan is, um, the pro sports or the eSport team, but they have their own flavor. It tastes like a freaking melted um, bomb pop. Delicious. Bomb pop of meltedness. It's delicious. Um, I think this show's going to be crashed I by Grimly. <laughs> I haven't talked about it in, in a bit, but uh, you know, I used to really heavily promote it. But um, please make sure to head on over to w.gg and use the code second opinion pro to save yourself 10 percent on your powdered energy drink that is fully 100 percent natural and uses the energy of a coffee bean heart to save your heart take the fight towards big energy with even ghost energy i guess shut up so uh and real quick too i do want to say guys i've i have promoted this uh, quite some time now. Um, if you are in the industry, if you're a small streamer, if you're whatever you do, um, one of the biggest things that Jay can even say uh, that it can get costly and take up a lot of space over time is when you're ordering paper business cards. Uh, they're ridiculous. They get all over the place. There's always a possibility of someone throwing your business card away or losing it or whatever else. But if you use this little scan barcode right here, this QR code, 
Scan that with your phone right now. Head on over to popple.co and it'll take you to the second opinion page. You can use that scan bar. Save yourself 20% on your order right now. Popple is a fantastic, fantastic invention. It is a really great card. They have keychains. They got the Popple rope. They even have Popple XLs as well for your business that you could place down. People could scan it or tap it to their phone. Um, and uh, you instantly share all your information all at one time. So that's all the promotional stuff. It uh, it pains me to say that I have not been promoting it the way that I used to. But we're going to get back into really uh, pushing gaming on this podcast and not talk about promotional shit all the time. So first and foremost, guys, I have an announcement for both of you. So I need you both to quiet yourself and get ready for this because this is something, no, this is something, Jay, that I think you will totally be fine with partaking in, okay? If it has to do with Skyrim. Oh, wait a second, sorry. There we go. Seeking refuge from the eternal conflict between the high heavens and the burning hells. Anaris and Lilith formed sanctuary and gave life to the Nephilim with the stolen world stone. Fearing for the destruction of her hybrid offspring, Lilith led a violent, protective act to protect the Nephilim, ultimately leading Anaris to turn his back on her, banishing her to the abyss and becoming enemies henceforth. Lilith has now returned and is ushering in an age of darkness and darkness, banishing her to the abyss and becoming enemies henceforth. Lilith has now returned and is ushering in an age of darkness and misery like never before. What fate awaits us? Will we survive and conquer the darkness or succumb to the shadows? Coming soon to Twitch TV. The Second Opinion crew will take on these challenges. Celeb, Skelly, and Toaster will play Diablo 4. See, you can get down with that. You can get down with that, Skelly. Diablo is one of my favorite franchises ever. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. We're gonna, uh, we've talked about it a good couple of times of us doing a live stream and getting in there and playing some Diablo and all of us have been old men and busy. Um, but we're going to do it. We're finally going to get in there and get some, uh, get some gaming going for you guys. Um, but let's get this show started. Um, so life's a bitch and, uh, uh, time takes its toll. So we're going to start with toaster. What's been going on, man? Uh, <laughs> how's, how's life? What you been gaming? What's been going on? Um, I've actually been in a bit of, I was in a bit of a gaming limbo. Um, until Baldur's Gate 3 dropped. Um, so I've been playing that. Uh, World of Warcraft, as always. Big shout out to Revel eh, Rev Revelry, my guild. Revelry? Revelry, yes. My, my guild. They're a great group of people. And, uh, and I've also been bouncing around a little bit. You know, Diablo 4 here and there. I got a rogue up to level 40 in season one. Um, doing some Final Fantasy 16. But I've reached a point in the game where the quest is called Everything Falls Apart. 
which pretty much tells me somebody's gonna die. And uh, yeah, I'm not quite. I, I don't. I want a like happy video game ending for once. Yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, this whole like ever since Dom be. died, this whole like let's bring serious emotions and art and thought into video games has <laughs> you know. If you want fucking happiness and rainbows, go play Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Yes. No, like, I mean... Or Paw Patrol. Yeah. Play that one. Fucking download Candy Crush, you pansy. (laughs) 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 You wound me, sir. Hey, listen... Uh, you, Civilization you Five too. I've been I've been playing a lot of Civ Five. Oh wow, I haven't played Civ Five in forever. <laughs> hey, listen, you gotta be happy because you found out how to turn your beer can into a cup. That should I did. In general, I need to do like a, a TikTok of the I was today years old when I found out. Is that what the kids yeah. are doing now? Is that what um, the kids are doing? We're old. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you take a can opener to a normal can of beer, the top. And you use it, it turns it into just like a can glass. It's very nice. I'm a little worried um, about Skelly because he keeps showing like pink powder and then he's like spraying his nose. <laughs> I had botched nasal surgery three years ago and I have to use it so I can fucking breathe. <laughs> so yeah, uh, some Cyberpunk 2077, some Witcher 3, uh, Vampire Survivors. Which, what is Vampire Survivors? Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, it's literally like a in between eight 16 bit game. Yeah. And the only input you need is a left thumbstick. And you basically just run around. What if I don't have a left thumb? Not on the controller, the thumbstick. <laughs> but if all I need is a left thumbstick and I don't have a left thumb, what the fuck am I going to do? You use your index finger. I don't know. <laughs> Microsoft makes adaptive controllers. True. But yeah, no, you just basically run around this randomly generated like eight bit map and killing all of these various just waves and waves and waves of like bats, skeletons. But like sure. you gain powers as you level up and, you know, there's like unlockables like it's it's stupidly fun and stupidly relaxing. He's got to just... I'm going to have to check it out just yeah, because on, you said it. I'll check it out. It's on Games Pass. Oh, OK. Yeah, so, um, and then drinking-wise, uh, I actually lucked out today. I found a place that had some, uh, The Alchemist, um, doing some Heady Topper this evening. Um, yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's, that's what I've been up to. All right. What about you, Skelly? How's, uh, how's life? How's gaming? I'm like, um, I'm like freaking toaster i haven't i i took a lull on gaming a little bit um i was leveling diablo 4 my eternal realm character and then i was just like why am i doing this if season one's going to come out so then i took a break then season one was a piece of trash for a minute and i waited a week into that before i started playing that and that's what i pretty much been playing that and i re-downloaded modern warfare 2 for some reason so and then i started playing fortnite again because the Fortnite no build mode, I got to say, once they released that, oh, what was it, yeah. last year? Like, yeah. I'm in love with the game. Yeah. So It's really fun on no build. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much what I've been doing. And I love <laughs> Fortnite, too, because it's pretty much on everything. So, like, yeah. if I'm at the airport or if I'm traveling, I can just throw up my iPad, link my Xbox controller to it, and there I'm playing. Yeah. So, I love 100%. that. 
And like I said, Diablo one season or Diablo four season one is with all the changes, which we are going to get into. Um, I'm really enjoying that again. Okay. But there's been a lot going on with like work, my personal life. So I like toaster said, I took a lull, but yeah. All right. Um, well, you know, uh, gaming wise and stuff like that, I'm always gaming. Um, Main focus recently has just been getting these kids ready for to go back to school, man. I'm that's my main. I'm like, let's get everything lined out so the kids can get back into school. Dante, is it just like they they start going back like sooner and sooner? Like when I was was a kid, like we didn't go back to like after Labor Day. Yeah, the week after Labor Day, that was it. Yeah, like Labor Day, we had the Monday off, and then we went back to school on that Tuesday. There's a town around us that are like they already have their kid. They went back to school on Monday. But our kids don't go back until, like, they don't go back until next Monday. And uh, I was like, damn, that was quick. Or I think next Monday, is it? What, no. When did? Tell me how weird this is. Their first day of school is August 10th. It's a Thursday. But what day do they actually start summer break? Um, May. July 1st. <laughs> In May? Holy crap. Yeah. We didn't start summer break until the middle of June. It was like May 14th. Okay, so they get the same amount of time we used to off, but it, yeah. they start sooner. Okay. But this is a crazy thing, though, too, is that here in, uh, I don't know if it's all through Texas, but like here in East Texas, there's a ton of schools and a ton of towns and stuff like that that switch to a four-day school don't week. don't let them read books? Four, yeah. Four-day school week. I'm like, no, bro. No. And they're like, oh, it's much better for the kids. They can relax no, more. I'm no, like, what Jay, about the people that work five days a week? Jay, yeah. you got it wrong. Florida doesn't let you read books. Yeah, Flo- yeah, oh, Florida, yeah. Florida. Texas Florida doesn't let you swim in the river because they put razor wire and buoys in it. <laughs> exactly. Sharks with freaking laser beams. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but outside of that, I've been, um, I've been gaming. Um, I've been playing... Uh, I got back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey and doing some little side missions and stuff like that. Um, Dude, Odyssey is the first game that I ever played man. where I was like, this is too big. It's a really big game. But I'm going to tell you this. I originally, when I did the re- review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I was like, oh, man, it's so great. It's so great. But I will say this. I got to give it to Odyssey. Like Odyssey was just such a fantastic, fantastic game. The story, <laughs> I just saw Jay's private message. Why do I feel like this is a troll? I didn't do it as a troll this time. <laughs> it's been a while since I did that one. Um, but um, it was just, it's just such a good game. The overall combat and everything is just fantastic. And I really, really enjoyed um, Cassandra you, as, a, as a character. So Her voice actor. actor dude, I was, she had my heart the fucking scene where she puts the Cyclops's eye up the goat's ass. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Dude, like, no, seriously. <laughs> like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, like, the greatest it. thing that they did about that game, too, is the fact that they kept the mythological shit kind of grounded. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was still, like, crazy with it. fringe. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, Cyclops Jay was actually just a one-eyed dude yeah. who had a glass eye. And yeah. he was like the, the a crime boss on this island that you start on. And he pisses yeah. Cassandra off. And at one point, like somebody steals his eye and he makes her go get it. But when she goes to give it back, she like shoves it up this goat's ass. <laughs> yeah. 
they don't show it they imply it very yeah. well but then she just crosses her arms over her chest and she literally just goes you want try back go get it and like she says <laughs> i it don't kink shame or anything but fuck. <laughs> like, dude like she says it in such this just like light-hearted flipping yeah. like i will kick your ass if you even take a step towards me you know like it like the minute that i was like yep this is this is gonna be great it honestly it's a really really good game the combat is fantastic the overall like graphics and everything were fantastic i'm just getting ready for mirage mirage is going to be different it's going to be real closed it's going to be like classic it's going to be Assassin's like a go Creed. back to the original like, um but i'm very very excited for it i, I you know the continuation of the story and I, you know and i don't know how i feel Creed. about playing as basim i didn't really like basim and like i Bob. feel like he's a bad guy i mean yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's kind of stupid in an assassin's no, no, creed no. series yeah, like you know there's like, a bad guy that dude just literally slit that person's throat in front of yeah. like 60 people so yeah it, I, like, I feel kind of the same way, but the fact that they're they're bringing it back to what I really loved about Assassin's Creed um, uh, is is the reason why I'm just really really excited for it. So, um, gaming wise, also I've been playing Starship Troopers uh, Extinction. Um, in the middle of re reviewing that right now, I got a little late code. Uh, I've been playing through that. I'm really enjoying my time on that. Some really wild and crazy gameplay um online it's real fun to play with people online um and um uh also i've been playing uh with with my son i've been playing um lego the hobbit um so Dude, i try to get into i can't and i have hobbit? a bunch of them i have legos avengers i have legos jurassic park I got Lego Indiana Jones, all the Star Wars ones. I have the newest Star Wars one. I keep buying the games like, oh, I'm going to get into it. And then I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can add you on chat permission in the middle uh, of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that's unfortunate. I know. I'm sorry. I have um, to say. You're like, you bastard. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I've been gaming, and uh, I've had a lot of fun uh, with my time there. It seems like you guys um, are kind of getting back into the line of gaming and stuff. Um, so uh, first up, real quick, since you guys were talking about it, I know you, you kind of want to get some shit off your chest. So let's talk about this Diablo fuckery um, that Skelly and, and Toaster um, that Skelly and Toaster um, are really upset about. So no, I mean no. Hold are on, you me, Skelly? Me... Are you upset? I was because oh wait, did you play a sorcerer or a barbarian <laughs> in the eternal realm? I played a barbarian. The, your non-seasonal characters. I played a sorcerer. Okay, so I have a sorcerer that's a level seventy-five, I think, right now, and they nerfed the shit out of it. So I am I very, for... I am very interested. In what because I read about the uh 1.1.1.1 patch, um, where they're rebuffing sorcerers and barbarians. And one of the things they're doing with the barbarian is they're speeding up their frenzy or they're speeding up their rage generation through frenzy, yeah. which they when need I, to. When I played my barbarian, I didn't have any problem building a rage pool with my frenzy, like. I don't know. But, I mean, unless, but, but then, like, I've been playing season, like, and I've paused because it's super repetitive right now. 
like super repetitive. They need like the malignant heart thing. Okay, I mean it's a new flavor, but like yep. you know, take Destiny Two for instance. Their seasons, there's meat on those bones. You can say what you want about Destiny Two and the story and it not making sense, but there's, I mean, that's like a turkey leg you get at a Ren fair with those seasons. But- but caveat to that is how long did it take for them to get to that point? A very long time. Exactly. But and during that is, time, yeah. they were able to, one, buy themselves away from Microsoft, then get picked up by Activision, and then be able to buy themselves out of their Activision contract. You know, and now, I mean, there's some struggles and, you yeah. know, like the whole season of light thing. It's a little weird. It's very 80s hair metal-y, and I don't know if I like that aesthetic. Yeah. Um, you know, but, like, with Diablo 4 season, like, I, the story's pretty neat, but, like, I know, it, like, I can't say they need to add, like, a whole new area, because that's an expansion. But, like, but put more effort gonna... into the seasonal quest, I guess. They're, they're, what... not, they're not adding a new zone, but they did touch on the fact that they are working on a whole new endgame mechanic. So there's going to be a whole new endgame goal. They're going to add leaderboards. Um, they said season one is just they're, they're testing it to see how players like it, to see what they <laughs> and pretty That much... campfire did not go very well. But what they said was after the fucking patch one was or season one was released with that patch, as soon as like everyone went ape shit with it, they literally just said, we're never doing that again. Yeah, I mean, which, which I liked. So they're going to be um, pretty much nerfing the uh, which they did already. They nerfed the nightmare dungeons. So now tier 100 nightmare dungeons feels more like level 70 than a hundred. So they nerfed those because they didn't want nightmare dungeons to be the end game. So they said, most likely I think they, with season two, they're releasing a whole new end game, which is going to, you know, it, with leaderboards, because they didn't want nightmare dungeons to be what people shot for with leaderboards. So I'm excited to see what season two brings. But they, there's speed bumps along the road with every game. We know that. Yep. Ever since, you know, the N64, when they released full games that were completed, you know, <laughs> once everything was online with patches and DLC, you know, they, there's always going to uh, be headaches I, now. I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, I, I read about this, but, you know, I'm not a min-maxer when it comes to, like, the Blizzard games. I just play them. To Wait, what? what? What what are you doing right now in World of Warcraft? I'm not min-maxing. I'm just geared. Oh, you you, you did it already, so now you're done. <laughs> no, I I mean, oh, oh fuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm traditionally not a min-maxer, but uh, you know, I I do enjoy running the challenging dungeons and heroics in World of Warcraft, and probably would like to try a mythic or two, which does require me to pay attention to certain things. Yep. Um. And, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to retract I'm not a min-maxer because I totally am because I will go to the fucking mat for assassination rogues. All of you subtly and outlaw. Oh, it's so much better. You can go fuck yourselves. Um, outlaw rogues? What are those? You just, the pirates. Um, y'all just don't know how to do a dot rotation. Start? Oh, that started a while ago. Um, but anyway, uh, and I understand them are fighting words and I'm putting those fighting words down. Um, but anyway, uh, 
so yeah, no, I retract that. But I never played Diablo to be a min-maxer, I'll say. I do enjoy playing World of Warcraft. I do like the challenge, and thus that I have to be because you know it's the only way to get yourself invited to this stuff and be able to run the end game stuff. But Diablo to me has always been <laughs> just the loot and pillage, and I enjoy it. And uh, you know, I, I guess I'd be really upset if I was like a hardcore player and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I think it's refreshing that they did this campfire and Blizzard was like. <laughs> Yeah, we fucked up and we're never going to do that again. Yep. And like and also the fact that the fan base kept that shit polite. And I mean respectful like they're like respectfully your shit sucks, but there was respectfully there. Like they were yep. not dicks about it. Uh the Star Wars fan Have base you been could on the Reddit notes you tars. Um anyway. So uh yeah. No, I you know I I'm I'm hoping that they expand upon and make a meteor story and you know give us decent endgame. I'm really just sick of running fucking whispers anytime I sign in. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah. See, I started getting into um, which is really weird right now because I still don't I don't understand the freaking mechanics of PvP, but I started doing that a little bit, um, which is actually pretty fun, but. It's, I'm still learning the malignant hearts. See, I'm opposite of you with Diablo 4 or Diablo in general. Diablo 3, I started fucking min max and everything. Like, as soon as I get max level, I'm trying to get the best gear, see how fast I can run, or I was running greater rifts, all of that. I mean, I always enjoyed getting the gear, but it was just like, is it better stats? Okay, cool. I'll put it on. Yeah. Like, I never, like, I approach World of Warcraft where I, like, I use Icy Veins and Wowhead and I'm looking at rotations and, like, I'm, you know, well, what did they do with my secondary stats this expansion? Oh, see, that's like, how Diablo 4 is now, though, too, because now there's, there's multiple viable specs for each or builds for each um, class. So, and that's what I'm glad they started doing because when D4 first came out, what, a little over a month ago now seems like it's been longer than that but it's just it was each class had pretty much like one viable build and that was it now they're oh, no, the ancient murder build. hammer of doom build for barbarians so much fun <laughs> play a real class what i play a rogue now <laughs> seasonal thank you i'm playing i'm playing a necro seasonal ne I, i'm not, switching between necro and rogue and you know i have started playing a tank in world of warcraft Holy crap on a crap cracker. Yeah. Guess what is it? It's a druid. Guess what his name is? Howitzer? Oh no a bear. Did you say oh no bear? No. Oh no a bear. Oh my freaking Jesus. <laughs> I quit with you. <laughs> and I made a torn rogue and I named her oh no a cow and I spelled it K-A-U and torn stealth they tiptoe. Caleb, can you kick him? <laughs> I've had my mic muted so you guys can talk about this, but I'm very are you trying to say that you. me and Jay are Blizzard fanboys? Caleb, no, no, I just haven't. <clears throat> I have not been playing. Uh, I haven't been playing Diablo so um, recently, so I can't say that. I can't say that I have any clue of what has been going on with um the seasons or with um 
the recent updates. It's been honestly, it's been a couple of weeks, um, probably almost a month since I've actually turned uh, turned uh, turned my Diablo. life back into a D- Diablo whore. It's been a while. So I um, what was I gonna say? I hate the bullshit. You're a whore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say, Skelly? What? You're no, ugly. Like, you're we're on the public internet. Like we're, we're saying, we're, you're you ugly. Know. You're ugly. You are disgusting. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Give me two hundred dollars. But yeah, gonna... I, I think this is like uh, turning into the Opie and Anthony video game podcast. <laughs> I think that I think there's a, a only lot. People from Massachusetts will get that. I think there's a lot of great things uh, about um, <clears throat> what you guys said. Like for instance, the fact that everybody was pretty much just bashing them, and uh, they were like, "Okay, well, you know, we get it, we screwed up." Um, but I'm still upset that I got to start all the way over with a new season. So, welcome to Diablo. Yes. Yeah, I was pretty upset. Like, I, had a, I had a few friends of mine that were like, I can't believe I got to start over again. I'm like, did you play three? Did you do yeah. that with three? Maybe I just did. Yeah, yeah you, this, it's your season. Yeah. You had to restart every season. Yep. See, I was playing it on console, and I don't know mm-hmm. if it, if I ever even... They, no, you had to do that on console, too. Everything. Yeah. Maybe I just like played through the story, and then I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I played... think that's what happened. When Diablo 3 first came out, I was the dude that ran through because you had to play each difficulty to get to the next one before yeah. you could finish the actual game. Dude, when they released that on console, oh my god. I put it up, like I started it up and I had it on normal difficulty and I was just destroying everything. Yeah, because we had played and it And then it PC. wouldn't let you put it over Master. So I had to beat the game in Master, which again, I'm just running around destroying everything. And then my wife started playing it with me and she got really serious with it. Like she had a 70 of every class and she was like, you know, Paragon crazy. And on console, I am um, Paragon 10,000. I, uh, I started inching the difficulty up once I beat the game. Like we started on torment one and she did really well. So I like bumped it up to like torment four (laughs) and we started getting destroyed and she was like, stop it. And I was like, okay. So I bumped it down to like torment two. (laughs) <laughs> and I just kept doing that until we got to like Torment Eleven. <laughs> she's like, "What's going on?" No, she, dude, she's good. Like, she wouldn't, she wouldn't, re- like, I'd let it sit and chill for a few weeks, and, and then, then I do it again. It and you know, I'd bring it down a level and you know, let it simmer a little bit. And she got really, really good. Jesus. Um. Well. My question is, uh, so both with with them lining out everything with these updates um, and them getting things fixed, both of you are content now with Diablo Four. You're happy with your uh, your um, with your character with Diablo where the game sitting at. Everything's good. Yeah, it's getting better. So yeah. I, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what what the future brings. Like with anything blizzard does they start out it's rocky and then it gets amazing what about you toaster like the diablo 3 launch (laughs) watch out (laughs) what was it like like a month and a half nobody could sign in (laughs) 
Yeah, pretty much. What the hell is this error? It just means you can't get in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, Matthew was probably watching this boss. podcast right now. What? He's waiting for you to fuck up and say something bad about Diablo 3. No, <laughs> on console? I will not. No, Diablo 3 on console is a masterpiece. The only thing I have that's embarrassing about Diablo 3 on console is the fact that I called Matthew Burger Matt Burger. I was, I was just about to say what you better you not do with them. that gentleman. I was about to um, say, don't say an unkind word about Diablo 3 because Matt, the developer, will come for you. <laughs> He's like, watch your mouth. Matthew, Matthew. the developer. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I uh, want to move on to the next topic and talk about something. Uh, that, this game we're going to talk about now is like a, a pivotal point game. Uh, it's one of the best games ever made. And it's a uh, it's a rumor, but there uh, there is a remaster of Knights of the Old Republic. Far too much uh, behind it uh, to say that this is a rumor anymore. You spelled um, Knights of the Old Republic wrong. Oh, oh, I did, didn't I? <laughs> uh, so Red Dead Redemption 1 remaster announcement possibly coming tomorrow. Um, this is, to me, it's a really, really big deal. Um, I was a huge Red Dead 1 fan. I loved Red Dead Redemption 1. And, of course, when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, I was just, you know, heads over, head over heels with the game uh i put a total of like 225 or 235 hours into the game um and i just i i i just loved it loved it loved it loved it um there was such a such emotion um in that game and such a push of like story driven um a story driven world um the fact that Rockstar added the the ability of like you the world growing as you are traversing through it was just a fascinating thing to me. Like going through the world, doing all this crazy stuff, coming back, and there's these buildings that are built up, and there's actually like story bits um, here and there with these areas, um, and then having the connected story to Red Dead One of um, the main character Arthur passing away, and then you um uh playing as john marston um was awesome and a lot of people haven't been able to have the chance of going back and playing a game um or playing this game um now you can of course you can play it on classic consoles um i think you can play it on xbox i don't know if it's on xbox game pass classic or not um i know that if you do have the game downloaded or have bought the digital version you can obviously play it on an Xbox Series uh, X or S, uh, and it and it's, it plays in a higher quality. Um, but um, a known insider um, has stated that the original announcement date for this game um, is actually set for um, tomorrow, or it's set for in the next like 24 hours or so. Um, but my thing is this: even if it doesn't get announced. At this point in time, the fact that it's been overly um, it, it's been overly leaked and it's not just uh, a leak like, hey, somebody told me that this is possibly happening. It's being uh, it's been rated uh, in Korea. Uh, the uh, Red Dead uh, or Red Dead one uh, website has been completely updated with a brand new logo, new information. Um, so it's likely that this remake is coming. So I'm very excited for this. I think this is going to be great. Um, Skelly, um, I want to ask you, do you think that remakes are getting to the point of being too much? Or do you think that remakes with the new technology and stuff like that with Unreal Engine 5, 
with all the possibilities that we have, do you think that it should be only like select really huge titles that change the industry or what do you think? I think like I've always had this opinion, stop yeah. remastering games. The game's already out there. If somebody wants to go play it, buy the original for $5 on Steam or something and play it. Put that freaking, put those resources of people that are working on these remasters into coming up with new IPs, coming up with sequels that have stories that are amazing. Um, stop making Skyrim for everything, including the TI-86 calculator. No, I mean, gonna, no that they need to make it. It Skyrim got to the point where I don't know if anyone I don't know if anyone has seen it, but Doom, the original Doom, yes. you can play on a digital screen that's on a pregnancy test for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like I think it's mainly I think the, but look, I think with the original Doom, with them putting on, on stuff, I think it's the Bethesda community and the Doom community and stuff, they're more or less doing it as a running joke because I, I can agree with you. I love Bethesda, but the fact that it's been, man, it's been pushed and oh, and overmade and done here and there. And they brought out a special edition. They brought out the anniversary edition. They brought out the Switch edition, the remastered PC edition. I was like, Jesus Christ. But I, I saw um, somebody posted something on Reddit the other day. I can't remember which subreddit it was in, but they posted a screenshot of their modded GTA 5. Mm-hmm. And it was literally captioned. I don't. I don't have high hopes that GTA Six is going to look as good as my modded GTA Five. If these companies don't want to waste the resources on build, getting remakes, allow the communities to mod. Allow oh, yeah. the communities to pretty much revamp your game to and they do it skyrim they have mods the, the skyrim came out freaking like 112 years ago Mass i mean Attack, you can you can redo that game from the ground up yeah mods. like let, let the community handle your remakes yeah let the now, community see, mod your games and i don't I agree like, with you on that because they're actually i'm sorry to cut you off there's a there's a a, a, a remake uh <laughs> There's a remake of Oblivion, but it's being mm-hmm. done with the Skyrim engine. And it's Sky Oblivion. Sky Oblivion, and it yep. looks fantastic. And it's all done by community, and it's set to come out in 2025. Um, <clears throat> but then Elder Scrolls Six might release. Right. Then <laughs> I saw news that supposedly now this is just like early rumors that supposedly there is a there is a third there is a company that is being contracted to remaster oblivion for bethesda and i i really on in my in my opinion i just i hope that's not the case because i would much rather them really heavily focus on elder scroll six i'd rather them focus on something past starfield you know starfield i think is going to be a really cool, really fun experience for, for everybody. But I want them to focus on, like what Jay said, I want them to focus on new experiences. Now, in the perspective of Red Dead Redemption, I can understand why Rockstar would be like, well, let's bring out a remaster of Red Dead Redemption because the hype and the huge community that was built after Red Dead 2 was brought out maybe someone wants to continue that story that's cool but if they get to the point of doing what sony and bethesda have done before and just re-releasing these games like i saw something the other day they're talking about redo like now they're talking about doing a ps5 version of 
an actual PS5 version of The Last of Us One. Why? It's yeah. don't, don't do it. There's already a remaster of it. It plays great on PlayStation Five. Don't yeah. do it again. Leave it be. Yep. Don't remake another version of it. Leave it uh, alone. I Make disagree. Last of Us 3. I disagree with the both of you to an extent. Okay. I feel. Like... Tell us why. <laughs> that was uncalled for, Jay. <laughs> um, you tell us why. So I think if it's a game that was integral to a moment in gaming that it deserves a remaster like give me the seo auditore assassin's creed trilogy remastered give me that from like reimagined from the ground up give me it you know yeah or or, i can can agree with that you know like what they did with final fantasy 7 that remake is fucking amazing it's it's awesome. I love that game. Like, and I am not a. I was never really a big Final Fantasy player because I was yeah. never a big turn-based guy. But when they're like, "We'll give you the option. You can turn-base when you need to. Other than that, you can pretend you're freaking Dante from Devil May Cry and do whatever the hell you want." Yeah, you know. And, and I understand there's some purists out there who are like, "Well, they made your story out. All right, whatever. Play the original then and shut up yeah. about it." Um, you know, but they don't need to remaster every single freaking game. You know. Yeah. I love Skyrim. I do, but enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, uh, you know, got, I um, seriously hope what you said, uh, uh, Caleb, about you know Bethesda going after the Sky Oblivion, or you know, or remaking Sky Bli- you know, Oblivion, Oblivion, and like they would lose, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like not Sky only would Oblivion, Bethesda bro. lose a lot of face, but so would Microsoft because everybody would perceive that as a command coming down from Phil Spencer and his team. Yeah, because Sky Which Oblivion looks com- fantastic. It looks right. really good, and the fact that it's all been done by community, and they've—I mean—they've like, spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours on. This. I think the legendary edition of Mass Effect, what they did with Mass Effect One in that release, amazing. Oh, did they bro, need to yeah. dedicate their sources to a new redo of the Mass Effect trilogy on PS. No, no, no. not at all. I agree with Jay on that point. Like, if it's already been remade let it go you know let you know i the last of us is a beautiful game i I don't understand why anybody wanted to see that gut punch moment in 4k at 144 hertz refresh rated in 130 no it's still gonna suck when that happens yeah like you know it's like the joke i made way back when when they were like we're making a gears of four a remaster and i was like what so marcus phoenix can scowl in hd hd like yeah yeah it's already in hd why do we need yeah but i think like you know give me a remake of knights of the old republic you know yeah yeah games like is like with a solid story and a solid game back then but with today's like could you imagine nice of the republic with today's engine and and how large you could make you know the you know, you, there's all these different planets. It was an amazing storyline, and it's such a popular game that people are still playing it. And like, you know, we were—I was talking about it with some random dude at like a Dunkin' Donuts for Christ's sakes. And like, Aspira Media is supposedly doing a remaster and, and a remake, and you haven't heard hide nor hair from them the whole time. Yeah, because it's like if you fuck that game up, yeah, torches and pitchforks, like. <laughs> What were you? Well, what we were have, you we have in chat. There's, there's, um, hard, hardly casual in chat said, um, 
what if they completely did a re like with Assassin's Creed? What if instead of a remaster, they did like a reboot? Um, see, I would get down with reboots as far as how they're gonna alter the the telling of the story if they'll go more in depth because with games like that, when they start doing sequel after sequel, the story expands. And then, you know, you can go back to the original and fill in plot holes that, you know, will expand more on the story in the future games. So if they did reboots like that, I would be happy with it. Um, it just depends on, you know, which franchises, which stories they would do, because they don't have to do that with everything. Yeah. And now, and, and I'll say this, because kind of add what, what you just said, um, in that perspective, a lot of people don't don't really think about it like this, but it software did a, a fantastic job in that perspective with Doom. When they yeah. came out with Doom 2016, it was a soft reboot of the series. It had more lore, um, more gore, more intenseness, more story, more connectivity to the universe. But um, see, that's and, but that's what made it such a great remake. Is it kept yeah. the heart and soul exactly of yeah. you know, and that's like when I bring up Final Fantasy VII. Like, yeah, Final Fantasy VII was originally a turn-based game. Yeah. You know, but the music and, like, the, the little, like, animation of, like, the shoulders of, like, you know, oh, I'm going to punch that guy, I'm going to punch that guy. Punch. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it built up that stress. Yeah. And they took that same stress and made it into the point where you could choose to do, like, the the, the turn-based stuff. Or you could literally get in there and get your blood pumping. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, like, I, I think if a remake keeps the heart and soul of the game and it was a large enough game. Yeah. That by all means, like see that like that's the my... dead space remake, for instance, holy yeah. shit. That, but see beautiful. That's my point too, is these games like red dead redemption one remastering the last of us, stuff like that. I hate that aspect of it, but there are games from like the nineties um, that, Gex, I would Gecko. love do what Gex. Yeah. Like, but no. games that I would love to see what they can do with it on new technology. Yeah. Like they exactly. did with final yeah. fantasy. Like yeah. there's so much in those older, older games, like from the nineties and stuff that, you know, okay. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one right now that I want, because I'm such a diehard fan of the series. Um, I'm really glad that they're doing a metal gear solid three remake. Yeah. Um, and K Konami is supposedly having it having a plan of doing a re remake of this and if it works out perfect and it gets the sales that it needs they're going to start uh, trying to reintroduce other things the big thing that I heard is that they're talking about doing a remake um, and kind of like retelling of Metal Gear like the first Metal Gear game that came out in 1987 it was the first introduction of Solid Snake big boss all that other stuff that would be fantastic i would love to see that because it would be a, a really young snake he'd have no idea that he had the connection to big boss that he did and then they can get into even the connectivity of metal gear solid or metal gear 2 solid snake and talk about the extra so on and so forth uh from that point but I agree with Jay. I think it would be really fantastic to see some of these classic 90 games come out. Now, me personally, like I said, I could play Red Dead 1 all day long. I have it modded. I have it on my, my modded uh, PlayStation 3 emulator. 
uh, you know, I love it. I could play it. It's great. I, he I, has but, the emulator for educational purposes only. Yeah. <laughs> and he owns all it's copies crazy. of every game that he I plays. I own every copy. It's I own training, every copy. For any purposes. Uh, I literally, I guess I need to get my disc thing. So um, Just hold up. <laughs> I do yeah, own it. <laughs> I do own it. Um, but, um, and actually, Jay, um, I didn't even realize that I could do that. But I saw a guy um on twitch one day doing his emulator and i was like hey how did you do this like education purposes without getting like you know flagged and stuff he's like i own the stuff i own the discs yep um and i was like oh okay so um with my disc drive and stuff like that i didn't realize that i could put the game into the disc drive and it just like works i was like oh my god yeah you can um, there's, there's certain disc drives you can put your games in and rip cop yeah. rip roms of it if as long as you own the physical copy you can rip a digital copy from that and, and legally play it yeah exactly yeah we just so, um you know we don't condone stealing of games no pirating yeah i no tried pirating. to get into the red Dead. never pirated never ever i tried to get into the red Dead redemption series and i could not see i i have an issue with it's just the gameplay was way too slow see i have an issue with games like that wait wait hold on wait wait (laughs) fuck i just had an aneurysm how did you say that that game is slow but you play skyrim dude have you seen me play skyrim I don't, I don't mess around in Skyrim. Like, no, I'm, I'm like, See, oh, I, going to that I, cave. I'm already going to murder those skeletons. There's a dragon in the air. I'm um, shooting it out of the sky. Yeah, I can't play games like Red Dead Redemption only because, like, I have severe. There's no ADHD. dragons and there's no, no swords. But, there's no magic. Poofy, poofy. No, I have a, no, I have severe ADHD. So when I'm on a horse running around in like Red Dead Redemption 2, I see a tall mountain. I want to see if the horse can do a double backflip. And that's fucking that's six why hours of time wasted. That's why you should play Skyrim. No. Yeah. Let's no. say this real quick. That's Mark, how, that's how I commented got... and said, I don't know if you guys remember Vector Man on Sega. I'd love to see him uh, brought back. I loved Vector Man. That was yeah. one of the only, the first games, not only, one of the first games I got um, when I got a Sega. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to tell you this, dude. Listen, the reason why I love Red Dead so much it, especially with the love and, and time that they put into Red Dead 2, the small details is what's great about it. I loved Skyrim. I loved the fact that I played it for years and I, it took me forever to find all these little secrets and hidden stuff or whatever. Bro, there's so much in Red Dead 2. There's so many times that you'll be riding across the map doing certain things and you talk to just some one random person and it leads into this whole crazy story. It's you know, just or the, like it's it's the western thing unfortunately but uh, but see that's my thing though i'm a big big fan of like western movies i love western movies because of my dad he was a really big fan uh and still is to this day of westerns so whenever i started thank you for correcting yourself by the way i appreciate that i thank you for correcting yourself he was i mean is yes yes that would have the podcast would have got a really weird (laughs) place right there hey what's up john how are you um also, um, I'm just a really, like I said, I'm a really big fan of, of Western uh, games. And I think that's the reason why I'm so obsessed with Metal Gear, because Hideo Kojima, the way he directs the games and does the storytelling and all that other stuff, he's a really big fan of like spaghetti Westerns and all this stuff. It's just and soap a, operas, apparently, with all the relationships. And soap operas, yeah, like Metal 17, Gear. 17 hours of cutscenes. I movie. am your father's <laughs> cousin's roommate clone of his brother. I'm like, oh my God. What? 
Um, but I, like I said, uh, we I could probably talk about it forever. But I, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm really glad to get y'all uh, your opinion, um, Jay and and uh, Toaster on this. I'm trying to like topic. I can't think of like the only game that I keep focusing on like it's a remake thing is Symphony of the Night. Like, oh, that does right. not need to be remade. Like that doesn't need to be touched. That should they, be. But they I guess if do, you like. They've... Got to bring Castlevania game. back, bro. I was just about to say Castlevania. I would love to see on new technology. Well, they like, got weird. What we can do with it. Castlevania got weird. It got weird. Why? Did you play the new ones? You talk. Oh yeah, I played. You talking about Lords of Shadow, like two? Yeah, where you yeah, find out it's like somebody's his own grandfather. Like bullshit. yeah, like your Lords of Shadow one was great. Yeah, but then when you, you find out why? you're fucking Dracula in your Belmont, you're like, what? You know Spoiler why? alert. <laughs> you know why it was so good? It's because Hideo Kojima helped it. So, just saying. And then Re- remake Simon's Quest. Yeah. Castlevania yeah. yeah. so, 2 Simon's Quest was my all-time favorite game on the Nintendo see, other why, than freaking Zelda. This is why me and Skelly are friends. We are the only two people in the world that like Castlevania 2. <laughs> I scoured for like freaking a year and a half to find a mint copy of Simon's Quest for my Nintendo. Did you really? Yep. Um, I bought I bought like five or six copies of it just to have them because one looked better than the other. <laughs> well, I would tell you this too. Uh, I think with all the the big push and um, uh, community growth and stuff like that since the castlevania animated series has come out i think it would be like such a good time to say hey we are working on another one because i'm gonna tell you spoilers on the castlevania series if you don't know yes i saw castlevania nocturne with a certain richter yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome and apparently nocturne is based around the uh rondo of blood and symphony of the night video games awesome. but that's a good thing though i'm just gonna tell i mean like the animation style the story everything about it was just so great and it really kind of got me like drew me back into just like castlevania how it was just this horrifying like crazy nuts of a like story did you of- play bloodstained at all i didn't play bloodstained holy shit you need to play bloodstained it's a lot like Castlevania. It's literally Symphony of the Night Spiritual. You need to play that yep. game. Now, like, who who like created Bloodstained? It was uh, uh, the lead level designer for Symphony yeah. of the Night. I yeah, think. That's what I, I think was thinking. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't that crowdfunded? Yeah. No. So check this out. He actually had the backing. The Kickstarter was to was to basically prove to the backing that he didn't need them. Because he got like three and a half million dollars in like a week. Damn. It was at the time, I think it was the fastest funded uh, video game offering on Kickstarter. Yep. That's nuts, man. Um, All right. So let's move to the next topic. New Switch 2 is possibly coming next year. Um, So with all the new technology and stuff that's out there, uh, and all the rumors and stuff that are running amok, uh, we've seen a lot of stuff um, going out and about. And a lot of these insiders have talked about the possibility that the, the Switch 2 is coming. And now 
um uh a lot of the bigger names in gaming have um i guess either cited this i'm sorry really quick he was the assistant director on the development of symphony of the night oh okay koji like well i'm not gonna play it now no igarashi so um so it is said two sources have spoke to vgc um uh and have said that the console could launch with an lcd screen and could be launching um uh with uh increased storage higher fidelity games and much more and there is a very big possibility that this console is said to launch next year um so with that said um my question to you guys <clears throat> is what would you like to see added to this new switch if this is coming uh and do you think that if they don't up the margin of graphical fidelity and stuff like that that they're going to fall short uh comparing it to things like you know with the xbox series x pc gaming the steam deck so on and so forth skelly we'll start with you the way they market and actually develop for or the way the nintendo develops and markets all their stuff they're never gonna be up there as far as you know be able to being able to compete graphic wise with sony microsoft pc anything like that they gear more towards the younger generation of gamers um the casual gamer so i by the time the switch 2 comes out it's still not going to be on par with what we have with the Series X and PS5. It's still not going to be there. And we've seen it in the past with the Xbox 360. The the Wii was still not even on par with the original Xbox when the 360 came out. And the same with the Switch. There was no way they could even touch hardware-wise the 360 or PS4. So yeah. I want to see them step it up. But the way they are more gearing towards the uh, like the mobile gamer with you know the switch and all that, I don't see them going back to uh, like regular consoles at all. The Switch Two yeah. is going to be, I hope, and well, let me backtrack a little bit. The the OLED Switch when that came out. Or the, the Switch Mini or whatever the fuck it was. like The Switch Lite? Yeah, they took functionality away. Yeah, they took functionality away. But then with the even with the OLED, I don't see why they had to release that. The only thing it did was a slightly better screen. And it yeah. was a little bigger. A little so bigger. They, they should have taken that time to develop something that's going to actually wow the hardcore gamer. Because yeah. that's what they need to start doing they don't have enough they started getting more third party um games with the switch and all that so i want to see them take a giant leap in that direction yeah um not as much hardware that i'm looking for it's that third party support so like so i can play the games that i want and cross-function um, cross-functionality too they need to get more into that because all they have right now as far as cross-platform is fortnite yeah yeah i agree so, and and i think i think you kind of hit the nail on the head with what you said uh the switch light when it came out 
was just real it was a cool concept something that you can carry around it's a hundred dollars cheaper um I have, it. I have it you know i got one nope. uh, we have we have a we got an original switch and we have two switch lights at the house and you know it was just at the time you know i i got the switch lights for me and dara because it was during covid and all that i'm like you know it'll give us something to do um but like what jay said they took functionality away from it then they came out with the oled switch and in my personal opinion that's what the original switch should have been it should have yeah. launched as an oled switch it should have been a bigger screen and then they could have upgraded from there what i'd like to see <clears throat> what i'd like to see see with the new switch um is i want to see like what jay said i want to see better functionality i want to see something um i and i know this is obviously this is going to be uh uh, um, a dreamer uh, a dreamer speaking out loud but like I would like for them to even if it's going to be a premium cost launch it at $599, $699 or something like that and make it to where it is a big huge fucking console like get it to where it's something like uh, a Steam Deck to where yeah. it's, it's, it's it can actually they can actually say hey listen we have all the technology that Sony and Xbox have in their consoles that you have to leave at home in our mobile mobile game console. And we're still going to be making these games like Mario and all this other stuff. But whenever we make um, when we make exclusive games like Pikmin or when we make exclusive games like uh, like Super Smash Bros or whatever else, the graphics are going to be something that you've never seen before. Um, you, you know, and when you plug it in. Like would they like they do with the, the the Steam Deck? When you plug it into your TV, you don't just uh, <clears throat> you get 4K resolution. When yeah. you're when you're out and about, you get 1440p or something like that. You know, like but not to cut <clears throat> you off, but um, to expand on that, you said launch it at 599 or 699, or do what Sony did, launch a version that's all digital that yeah. you can have at home, and you could, you know. It'll run your better, like the good tier, um, triple, uh, triple A games, yeah. but it would stream them. Yeah. And then launch one for the hardcore gamer that they can run those resolutions and it has that upgraded hardware so they can run those games without streaming. Yeah. They so they can play them on the go. With Stadia. Yeah, Stadia. But, but Stadia is st look the way I'll say this Stadia I hate saying it but Stadia was was a um, Stadia was a botched thing from the get go dude like when I first I heard have two free controllers out of it yeah yeah but like <laughs> when I first heard it was just like a, a like oh it's just a streaming straightforward I'll even say this about Microsoft like you know i love microsoft i love the new direction they're going i love all this stuff i love the fact that game pass is the way it is but i'm going to tell you that the cloud gaming shit like until we get to the point to where we have like a universal network of internet to where anywhere you go you are connected to the internet cloud gaming is not going to be something that is viable to push don't push it and say oh well you can play it on the cloud fuck the cloud bro fuck the cloud you can't really get into the perspective of the cloud in certain areas you know i'm i'm stating i'm just stating from from texas in a texas area texas is such a big state there's so many areas that in texas that are rural areas you know like I, you you can't 
you can't do that like i'm shocked that now we have fiber internet like finally these people are like we're fucking putting fiber here and it's actually affordable but the pro so the yeah, problem with nintendo is they're already three generations behind yeah yeah there's nothing that they can do to catch up to sony or microsoft there just isn't yeah you know I, if they came out with what you were saying jay still you can't catch up because at this point most of the adult gamers already have an xbox series x or a, Sir- or a, or a Series right. S or a PS5 in their house. Yeah. But, and, and, and Nintendo both, can never compete too. I mean, like, don't like get that. me wrong. I love the fact that I can lay in my bed and play Tetris. Yeah. Or right. play Hades or play Final Fantasy 7. But you could do but that in the There's nothing 90s. that's preventing me from Tetris. doing that on the Steam Deck. The problem, the only thing is, is the Switch came out before the Steam Deck. You could play Tetris in the there. 90s on a Game Boy, though, in bed. Right. No, I mean, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have that, like, you guys know me i shit all over nintendo any chance i got and then fucking marvel ultimate alliance 3 was like switch exclusive and i was like you sons of bitches <laughs> you, you know and then i'm laying in bed and playing the original final fantasy 7 i was like okay and then you know diablo 3 like waiting in line in packs and playing diablo 3 like i loved it like it was an awesome portable system yeah. but that's all Nintendo see, is ever go going to be. Go ahead, Skelly. But go you ahead. want to know why you know I don't think Nintendo can ever compete and like like he like Toaster said is they're three generations behind is because they're trying to be something that they gear more towards the mobile gamer with the Switch. They Dude, wanted they it to literally be literally survived and on children and nostalgia. But they'll never be able to compete because the it's fact such a that weird way that you just said that, bro. They only, they only. Re- <laughs> it wasn't weird. Like their games are marketed. They to only rely kids. on children, right. but and nostalgia. Yeah, and nostalgia. But the yeah, fact like, that they're they're geared towards more like we you can play it on the go and play it at home. Those consoles will never be able to house the GPUs, CPUs, the VRAM. All of that because of the heat that comes with it and the power that needs to that's needed to run those. They'll never be able to fit that in those. I don't want to play factors. a game that I'm playing on an Xbox Series X or a PS5 or my computer while I'm on the go. Like if I'm playing one of the, like a game on either of those any of those devices, I am laying on my couch and playing a damn video game. Vampire Survivors, I'll play in the Switch all day long. Like small games like that, uh, Blasphemous um uh uh vigil great game you know those those side scroller you know upscaled 16-bit stuff works amazingly on the switch and there's a huge market for those video games now and if i want to play something that's on the go that i'm playing on xbox or ps5 i have an ipad that i can do xbox cloud gaming and play that game anyway and i don't have to buy a nintendo product and it's free with my Mm -hmm um game pass and that's the other thing that's that's the other i mean nintendo makes no attempt to offer anything else but like the the old school library of like this uh nes i mean and, and don't be wrong it's cool you know but that's a nostalgia thing like i fire up the genesis thing on there because like of altered beast in games that like you know when my dad decided oh, that God, altered beast was my, my household was gonna be the rogue household yeah, in my family you know all my cousins were getting a super nintendo and my dad comes home with a genesis and i was like okay what's this 
you know and then all of a sudden yeah. a whole new world with like sonic and aladdin which is still one of my favorite fucking video games and yeah lion king that's a hard ass game too um Fuck lion you know, king. but like you know and it was ridiculous this actually ties in to the next topic we need to talk about perfectly oh hold on real quick are you looking talking about like the look? last topic well, I'm talking about Games Pass and its impact on the video game market and certain purchases that are no, in the world. No. Did you add that? No, I thought we were talking about that. Hold up. The I don't see thing. it. But if you want to touch on it. Yeah, touch on it. Touch it. So, I mean, so... Like, touch it. Touch it. Touch Microsoft it. has Games Pass, <laughs> and all of us on this podcast will admit Games Pass is fucking awesome. Bro, you like, just, uh, I'm sorry. If you, you so don't confuse me, I was like, did I put something in the fucking notes and didn't add it in this shit or something? I was like, what is that? Put this right now, bro. Oh my God. He's just making up his own topics. It's okay. We'll talk about No, it is, I thought you put that purchase in the notes. You did. No. Where? The no, I'm looking at the thing. notes right now. Uh-uh. Am I living in a parallel universe right now? What is going yep. on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast pauses as all the hosts stare at the notes that were sent. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was there we go. <laughs> oh man. Oh my Jesus. Yeah, it's not I on think, the notes. I think what ha- no, no I think there's a what Sony happened. needs to move past Xbox Activision buyout episode. That's what yeah. you had the fucking the notes from your previous episode. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> Where was that at? Is that? Oh, it says it in the top. Yeah, in the oh, title. Oh, I forgot to change the title. You didn't have me and Skelly on that episode. I can't. That episode would have went for four hours. I swear yeah. that would have been an amazing episode. Yeah. We would have been like yeah. blah blah blah. But it's true. Sony, get yeah. the fuck over it. Um. All right, so ignoring my segue to the, the title of this of last week's show. Yeah. The, <laughs> last month's I don't know what the time frame is anymore. Is time real? So um, Call of Duty. <laughs> you know, but no, like Nintendo does not like they haven't tried to offer a subscription service other than like the old classic stuff, which is really yeah. you're surviving on nostalgia. You know, Xbox games out with Games Pass. Sony comes out with their premium tier, which Sony needs to step that up, you know, but they're making an attempt. A plus for Africa. I, I gotta say, bro, they're, they've been adding some pretty great games. And yeah, like, no, and on. you know, the easiest way to make everybody calm down about whatever the topic of last month's episode is just for Microsoft to be like, we're not going to stop the previous Bethesda titles from being available to, so- to Sony's PlayStation. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because they're like, we're, they're going to lose a Call of Duty. Microsoft isn't stupid. Yeah, they want. They're gonna they're like gonna that's like shooting now. yourself not, yeah. in the knee. If you're gonna yep. be like, you know, you can't get Call of Duty anymore. Like, yeah, that's like shooting yourself in the knee because your big toe itches. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're not. They're not stupid. They know what they're doing. They've seen the amount of people that play Microsoft games on PlayStation, like with Minecraft, um, with uh, Minecraft uh, um, Legends, and all this other stuff. They know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I will did, tell you this: that my my thing is. Um, did y'all talk I, about what that judge said? 
I, I can't remember. Bro. I think that episode, honestly, I think we did that like um, a month and a half ago. It was so like my, right, and we did never right. We never got to the point of talking about. Um, this was before Microsoft did the full like won their case, and then the uh, and then guys they they FTC the, got slapped down like three times. Yeah. Yep. And then the third time, the judge literally was like. Sony has all of these exclusives. Exactly. <laughs> and Microsoft has Halo. But see, they, yeah. they, they <laughs> people need to realize though, my, Microsoft's never gonna take Call of Duty off of um PlayStation. They're gonna take away the exclusive um content, they're gonna take away the timed exclusive battle pass stuff or yeah. map packs. Yeah. They're gonna be on Microsoft. They're gonna be on Xbox um, a week or two before they're on PlayStation. That's yeah. the only thing that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And, people are and still it, gonna continue to buy the PlayStation regardless. What's crazy to me too, though, is that PlayStation was so up in arms about it. They turned down such a good deal. Microsoft was like, "Hey, listen, we'll leave all of our stuff on there five years, guaranteed." All Activision titles, blah blah blah. They're like, no, 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 we don't want that deal. Just make sure Call of Duty's on our console for the next ten years. Fuck everything else. I'm like, what? You literally <laughs> just said like, no Diablo. I thought you were about to throw no your headset. <laughs> no Diablo, no Crash Bandicoot, no new Activision titles. If Activision came out with a brand new fucking game that was like the biggest fucking game of all time, oh well, too fucking bad. We signed this fucking Call of Duty shit. What? What? All you had to do, Sony, was literally, if you wanted to, with all the money that you say that you have and the millions and billions of dollars that you made from selling these consoles over the last few years, if you wanted an exclusive first-person shooter, fucking buy EA. Just buy EA and say, okay, well, Battlefield's on our console now. And then you have a real Xbox versus PlayStation. I don't moment. know if I want Sony owning but Bioware. But that's what I, all I'm saying is that's what they could have done. You know, they did it with fucking Destiny. Bungie is a is a PlayStation owned. owned no, studio. they're not. Not anymore. They, no, no, they're, they're not. not. Bungie yes, they is Bungie is independent. Nope. Hang on. They did not buy. Like we're all. Yes, they did. Where they have y'all been? Yes. Oh yeah, the three point six billion um, billion Bungie, dollar deal they did last year. That's right. Bungie Forgot about is that. Owned by PlayStation. Yep, that's right. They bought it for three point six billion dollars. Yes. When did that happen? That happened last year, last January, last January, February. I thought they. You you need to grow hair again. The sun rays are getting to your brain. <laughs> and that's another thing too. Like Sony, uh, Bungie announced that they're bringing back Marathon. You know, and, uh, you know, it's a PvP extraction shooter. If they wanted to, they can make that exclusive or something. You know, but... I don't like that. But you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting at, though. Like, Sony's not looking at their cards. They're just looking at, hey, listen, we make millions and millions of dollars off of Call of Duty every year. So instead of us trying to think of what would be better for our users, all of these Activision games or just this one series, they're like, let's just do this one series. You know, so Real we can quick, fund fun shit. That's a big fuck you to Microsoft, by the way, with what Bungie's doing with Marathon. Because Marathon was the original name of Halo. Was it? Yep. But, you know, they originally came out, Bungie came out with Marathon back in, like, the 90s. Right, and that's that turned into Halo. Hang on. That, it did turn into Halo, didn't yep. it? Yep. Ooh. So that's yeah. a giant fuck you to Microsoft. 
you know, it's like, yeah, you got Halo, but we can make the original make version of Halo on Sony. All right, let's be honest, though. Microsoft got Halo. I played Halo Infinite, and it was awful. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. The multiplayer was good. Yeah, I mean, hey, well, I like you this. can't fuck up Halo multiplayer. I mean, yeah, if you really, do, you, you deserve to be just run over with a Steam. Have you played Halo 4, I mean? Hey, listen, I really, enjoyed, I really enjoyed the story of Halo Infinite. So the story mode, uh, the the um, the um, kind of, I, I wouldn't even know if I would say that's technically open world, but I thought it was fun. I thought no, it was I mean, The other thing you have to look at with that whole thing that Sony's slipping out about is the marketing. Like what Sony has that are marketable products. I started watching the Twisted Metal series on Peacock. Holy shit, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's it really is so funny, much man. better than it has any goddamn right to be. <laughs> yeah, I like, did not think that it was gonna be. Good. I was going yeah. like, dude, I was going in there with expectations lower than the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. All right. Like yeah. Will Arnett partnered with Samoan Show for Sweet yeah. Tooth is a match made in fucking heaven. And Anthony Mackie is a funny fucking dude. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, you know, but it's not only that, like, they have a God of War series in the works. Yep. You know, and I swear to God, if they do not cast Christopher Judge as Kratos, there's going to be a riot. Um, Who knows what they're going to do, honestly. Because for I'm... Kratos. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, they have so many, you could, Dead Space, the animated movie they made, if you got the right people involved and the right story, you could make a Dead Space movie that would rival fucking aliens. Oh, yeah, bro. No question. I mean, the groundwork and the framework is all there. The Dead Space remake is fucking amazing. You know? Um, but Sony has all of these, like, rights to all of these franchise, Like, the Spider-Man franchise, for Christ's sakes. Like Spider-Man PS4 hey, not, 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 listen, not just not just Spider-Man, but you know the fact that now they're you know Insomniac is not only working on a new Wolverine, a Wolverine game, which we've heard nothing also, about other than that teaser. They're working on a Wolverine game, and they're also now they're supposedly Insomniac is working on another title. They're working on a third title to mainly focus on once Wolverine comes out. So I would probably suggest that Wolverine's probably going to come out sometime next year since they've already started production on the third title. So. With that, let's I transition just, into our last topic. I know Spider-Man Two is not going to end well for anybody. It's involved. eleven o'clock y'all's time, so um, no, it's not, and I can't wait to to see Venom. But um, so it's time for a second opinion. Um, in this second opinion, we're going to discuss Call of Duty and if the series is becoming a new version of Fortnite. So um, I'm going to say this. The reason why I believe this is I have slowly but surely gotten away from playing Call of Duty. I was playing. Warzone a lot. I was playing multiplayer all the time. Uh, I was playing DMZ with the updates and all this other stuff. Um, I'm a really big classic Call of Duty fan. I actually just recently re-downloaded, uh, um, uh, re-downloaded uh, Black Ops 2, uh, playing back through some zombies. Then I re-downloaded Call of Duty World War II. Um, I'm a really big World War II um, game fan. I think there's a, still a lot of stories uh, that happen uh during the time of world war ii the vietnam war korean war all this other stuff that they could tell some really good stories about not just american soldiers but um overseas soldiers as well um but the thing that i love about some of these other games for instance with call of duty world war ii is sledgehammer 
made it their own. Sledgehammer made it feel like a, a, a classic Call of Duty title, but then they made it their own with the story, with the the horrifying zombie mode, which it felt more like a horror game than just like, oh, there's some zombies chasing me. Let me just run a train around this you know beam and kill them as much as I can so I can get to the end. Um, um, or you know, finding all these crazy secrets with a laser gun and whatever. It felt like a horror game. Um, but now, Call of Duty, man, like, I don't know what's going on with it. I've really changed the way that I feel about first-person shooters. I want to play a first-person shooter that makes me feel like it's like a simulation type of, like, I want to play Call of Duty because it's Call of Duty. When I'm playing Call of Duty Warzone and somebody's running around with a fucking cat face or, like... <laughs> Like uh, a rat head, or I see Nicki Minaj run by me. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going on, bro? Like, what is happening? Like, even to the point to where it's saying, like, having operators like Nick Mertz and Tim the Tatman and all of a sudden, not stuff, anymore. Like, I don't, I, yeah, exactly. But I just don't understand that. I don't understand that. Like, it's one thing to me, like, if you bring out operators that are like previous Call of Duty characters. Or you bring out operators like I don't even give a fuck if you bring out operators that are like action movie stars. Like you had Ram Rambo and you had fucking Bruce Willis. You know, yeah. they're action movie stars. But like, bro, I saw the rat shit. Like there was this rat head that you can wear now. It's like a Twitch Prime exclusive. You could download it and your character runs around with a fucking rat head. And then now there's this new pack to where it's like kitten faces. Um, and then they announced that Nicki Minaj is in the game. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on, bro? Like, I don't understand it. And I honestly feel like it's because Activision is doing... Activision is doing... Hang on, guys. What is it, baby? What? Say it. Just go in there and play it. Are you going to bed? <laughs> okay. All right, we're, Welcome we're to the parenting portion of the Second Opinion Podcast, where we watch Caleb be a dad. Yes, just go in there, sit down. I'll be in there in a minute. Shut my door, please. Um, but so yeah, it's like you know all this stuff that's going on. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah, to me, playing Fortnite, bro, I love it because it's Fortnite. It's crazy. Yeah. You got Optimus Prime. You got all these crazy things going around. You got Terminator. You know. <laughs> Go ahead. But but the thing that Fortnite does right, and I granted, yes, Call of Duty has all the weird skins, whatever, but Fortnite does it right. They'll do like a partnership with like Transformers, but they'll incorporate Transformers gameplay yes. into it. Call yes. of Duty doesn't do shit. They're like, okay, here's Nicki Minaj freaking in the middle of Iraq and she's jumping <laughs> from a helicopter. Yeah. Have fun shooting at her ass. I mean, yeah, that it's it's really confusing to me because, like what you said, when 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 Fortnite does it, Fortnite had the Transformers event. Okay, Dragon Ball Z was amazing. Dragon Ball Z event was great. The Transformer event is is awesome because you go there and there's like a, this new area of the map, and then you see the you know Autobot symbol, and then you do all these little side missions and all this other stuff while you're playing. It's great, but like playing in Warzone when you're trying to be real serious and stuff and you know it's just like tactical game and then you see somebody running around as like Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg, you know you see 
Tim the Tatman running past you. You see, uh, you know, a pair of cats and like a rat and whatever. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's one yeah. thing if it's, it's one thing if they change the perspective of the game or they make it towards like party mode. You know, and like in this party mode, you you see crazy shit like you would usually see in in you would usually see in like a like a style of Fortnite gameplay or whatever. But to me, I don't know. It just throws me off. That's the reason why I always end up going to the point of like deleting Call of Duty and going back and playing something like Battlefield because Battlefield is, in my perspective, it feels like a first person shooter. It feels like you have 120 players in one map and you're actually playing in like a war style game. When I get into games, I want to get wrapped into those universes and really focus in like, this is real, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. I do yeah. the same exact thing with Call of Duty that I do with like Red Dead or playing something like Dead Space or whatever. Um, I turn on my ominous lights, I turn on green lights and turn everything off and really get into it. But like mm -hmm. on something like Call of Duty, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. And then there has been such a jump back and forth on a constant basis of what they're doing with the game as a series. There was yeah. rumors and talks that it was going to be um, that it was going to be a, uh, uh, a cold war, or it was going to be like a, 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 I can't even think of the name, like Gulf, a Vietnam Gulf war. war, Gulf the, War. It was the gonna next be a one is going to be Gulf War, yeah. Yeah, but now there's all this shit popping out. They're saying it's going to be Modern Warfare 3. There's like uh, some monster stuff that came out the other day that was leaked out from the Monster Factory. And they're saying that it's going to be Modern Warfare 3 continuation, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that because they're talking about doing the airport scene. They're talking about it's going to be the recreation of Modern Warfare 3 that we've wanted and all this other stuff. Cool. But my problem with Call of Duty is that they're trying to be something that they're not because if you're going to be Fortnite, then add new stuff you know don't yeah. don't rehash your Warzone map into multiplayer maps that's yeah. what they've been doing for so long they they have okay well hey with this new season pass you get four new multiplayer maps it's just different sections from Warzone. like give me a new map how about do what you did with black ops or do what you did with cold war and introduce these crazy ass new maps fun mm -hmm. crazy ass shit or like a real tactical map and then the next map it's at like some you know perfect for instance bro i can't even remember which one it was was it world war ii i think world war ii they introduced the craziest map i've ever seen and it was literally like the map was it turned you into um it turned you into army man and you were inside of a sandbox and that was bro like i was like bro yeah. this is ingenious man See the thing that killed Call of Duty. Yeah, the thing that's killing Call of that killed Call of Duty for me was I I follow I play games most of the time for stories if it's not multiplayer. And Call of Duty's inconsistencies over the years. Like one year you know you're playing Call, uh, Modern Warfare and you have that story. And then the next year it's Black Ops, completely different story. The year after that, it's back to Modern Warfare. And it's completely, you know, a continuation of something from two years ago, but it's not really a continuation. And it's just like those inconsistencies killed it for me. If they would have stuck with, okay, we're gonna do um, World War II this this year, and then we're gonna move on to the next, next era of, you know, going to Vietnam, going to Korea, going to all of that and go, and just stay that way and then after you're into like the gulf war then go into the future like they did with black ops with the mech suits and all that but they jumped around so much that i'm just like whatever 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, story, I, I haven't played a story in Call of Duty in probably like 11 years since World at War. Because that was World at War was by far, to me, the best Call of Duty ever made. Now, listen, I will say this. I, I played Black Ops 1 and 2. Black Ops 3, I didn't really like too much. But I, I'm kind of like with you, Jay. Like, um, I liked it whenever they had a continuous story that was stretched all the way across. Uh, that it, it was story after story after story. Like, when they did it to where it was like Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. Awesome. But release it back to back so we can mm -hmm. have a continuation of the story. Don't release multiple stories all at once. And this is a problem that Activision has is that they have so many so many little studios all under the Activision umbrella that all work on Call of Duty instead of trying to get it to where it's each year it's a continuation of a story they're like hey let's let each individual studio work on their own version of Call of Duty mm -hmm. because at that point you get you get inconsistencies and at that point you get when you have somebody like Infinity Ward that comes out with you know black ops and it comes out with a zombie mode it comes out with a story it comes out with a multiplayer and then the next year you get a different version of the game and it doesn't come with zombies and it doesn't come with this you know your fan base is just like what the fuck like it's all over the place well this year we're not going to have zombies this year we are going to have zombies you know zombies if they didn't want it to be such a big part of the community then they shouldn't have made it because zombies is a huge part yeah. of the of the Call of Duty community, and um, even to the point that when they came out with when they came out with Black Ops Cold War, they not only made the zombie mode, but they made all these other modes that connected you know zombies and all this other stuff, and it was great. They even added zombies into Warzone. But then you come yeah. out with another Call of Duty, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, doesn't have zombies. You know, there's no yep. there's no connectivity to a story that they built up in the zombie mode because the story, they do have stories. So to me, it's just all over the place, bro. And I, and I feel like Activision looks at companies like Epic Games and in all, in all honesty, I think most companies do this. They look at Epic Games and they're like, how are they doing this, bro? Yeah. How are they doing this? Because Epic is on fucking point. Epic's on point. It doesn't matter what is going on. Epic is so smart. If they, if, uh, you know, Travis Scott, you know, comes out with an album or whatever, they're like, hey, we're going to do this Travis Scott thing. Uh, there's there's a new animated series that comes out and everyone talks about it. Um, what, what is the animated series that's real? What is it? Jujitsu or uh, um, Jujitsu Kaisen? Kaisen. Jujitsu Kaisen. Okay, so like everybody's been talking about that recently. Mm -hmm. Um, again, and now they're saying there's there's the stuff that they're saying that they're going to come out with a Jujitsu Kaisen, um, you know, Fortnite moment. And you you want to know how good freaking Epic has done Fortnite? I have been so against like just buy just randomly buying skins for no reason in games. I have it. probably spent so like I've probably spent a good three four hundred dollars in Fortnite on fucking dances alone <laughs> because they're so amazing. I'm a big classic guy, and I missed RoboCop when he came to the shop. Yeah, right. Whenever he popped back up into the shop, I was like, I'm gonna redownload and buy it. So I bought it, and then I was like, okay, I'm not playing Fortnite. I haven't been playing Fortnite recently. So, and then it popped up the other day. I was like. The Terminator's back. I was like, son of a bitch. So yep. I went to read the Terminator. Um, 
like every like every night no bullshit even if i'm not gaming i could be in the middle of watching a fucking movie and i know every night the store resets so i'm like go and before i go it. to bed i have to check the fortnite store see if there's something new. just to see what they've got today yeah they um, turned a free game into something that is so fucking amazing and call really of duty's trying to bro. bite on it now exactly exactly and and you know um I have my opinions about Activision and um, uh, I will say this. I think that Activision needs to stay in their lane uh, and and do what they know best. Um, And I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but I will say this. I think that Activision just needs to stay in their lane, stay, stick to their fans, do, do right by your fans and do right by your employees. So, um, with that said, this is the episode. Episode 349 of the Second Mini Podcast. Love you guys so much. Thank you for watching and thank you for tuning in. Um, please, as per always, make sure to check us out at Cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Cinelinks. Um, we got some really awesome content over there. And also, um, please, please, please make sure to follow both of these amazing gentlemen on social media. Uh Toaster, what is your what is your Twitter now or your what your X? Your X. I actually <laughs> am not on Twitter anymore. I'm not What either. is your well, I'm still on My Twitter, at least holding on. Threads handle. What's your threads? My thread or is thread. I need to pull it up right now. Yeah. I, I know I am Vin Skelly on both Twitter. Or on both Instagram and Threads. I don't think I've ever posted anything on Threads, but I'm starting. Oh and no, the, my Threads is, is Toaster underscore McGee. Okay. AKA the default template. The default template. And you know how this started? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, so I was at PAX East one year, and my boss at the time sent me a text message. Of a bald, bearded, white dude sitting at a computer playing a video game. And he was like, hey, is this you? And I was like, no. But I am a bald, bearded, overweight, middle-aged white dude at a video game convention. I am pretty much the default template. I was going to say you're the new Lego man. I am. Um, Um, I wish I had something to contribute, but I don't play Call of Duty. But from an outsider looking in, I will say this. They'd be stupid not to do what Fortnite is doing. Because Fortnite's so fucking popular because of what Fortnite is doing. And finally somebody in the Call of Duty franchise was like, Hey, let's copy their homework, but not make it look like we copied their homework. And maybe we'll be popular too. (laughs) Yeah, that's honestly that's that's pretty much how I see it, man. I, I feel like they're just like, well, let's just it's, do. It's a cash grab. I mean, you see a studio or a publisher being popular. <laughs> what? No, I stopped paying attention because I don't play the game. Yeah, that one. Yeah, bro. I listen. I did the same thing on. I, it's not that I don't play Diablo. I just I'm out of Diablo mindset right now. So like, while y'all were talking, I know. At one point in time, y'all said something. I was something watching about, Deadpool clips. Y'all said lie. something about the uh the update. And then at the end, I was like, this was a great conversation you guys had, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but Way I to do, talk about I, Diablo, yay. Yeah. 
I, I, I love you guys, man. And I appreciate both of you coming on. And we, we have to do it next week. Yes. Yeah, got to do it, yeah, do it again mean... next week. So, um, and next week we'll have, uh, hopefully we'll have even some uh, more juicy topics to talk about. Uh, please make sure to subscribe to the Second Opinion YouTube page. Um, check us out on uh, on on Twitch. Um, I even I don't know why, but I did a kick. I don't I don't know why. I feel like I, I was signing up for kick, and I was like, "What am I doing? Why am I signing up for kick? I don't even barely <laughs> stream on Twitch right now." So, um, but I do have a thread. Uh, it's uh, real celeb, um, and uh, um, I'll I'll be posting there here and there it's I, I think thread still has got a ways to go to make it to where it's like a really good substitute for for twitter because elon is just gonna fuck twitter up yep. um we should talk about that next week i have i have some heavy opinions about that but you guys uh both of you stick around i got something i gotta tell y'all but uh right. thank you guys so much for watching and we'll talk to you soon peace